Sad news and some exciting news to share with our our listeners. Okay. Yeah. So t- tonight, uh, I figured we we um, haven't really done a proper in you know intro for the last couple of shows. You know, we just normally just dive right in. So let's start the uh, let's get the uh, the um, let's start things off in a big bad way. Each and every week, we always start the show off. So welcome to another episode of the Anti-Social Show. I'm Hunter Block, and I am Tyson Sater. Um, yes, so, in the recent uh, past two episodes, uh, we have uh, gotten a new home now. We are on officially on iTunes um, and Stitcher Radio, and you can also still listen to us at soundcloud.com slash Tyson Saner, of course, because he has awesome stuff also on his page that you can uh, check out, jam to, rock out to, you know, whatever you want to do. You know, start your own underground club and uh, use Tyson's uh, music as a... Uh, Way to dance, if it's okay with Tyson, of course. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not Tyson's agent or nothing like that. But yeah, um, so uh, the uh, so that's the good news that we are now on iTunes and uh, Stitcher Radio, which has greatly uh, broadened our our, our uh, platform, our listening platform. So that's that's the uh, that's the good news. You ready for the bad news? The bad news, and I'm going to I, I, I know for a fact that I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher her last name, so I'm not even gonna try to um, I'm going to try like hell to say her last name. Probably not because like I said, I don't wanna butcher her last name. Okay. So just recently, probably in the last week or so, um, everyone knows clerks, obviously, right? Well, apparently yes. Lisa Spoon Spoonier, who played uh, Caitlin Bree, passed away recently. Oh no! Yeah, I and, had and not the heard weirdest that. thing is, I mean, she died young, dude. She was only like forty-four, you know. But the family didn't say the cause of death, and uh, so that was a huge loss right there. My condolences to the family. I had. Yeah, my condolences as well. A huge book wow. of right there, and that's where I, that's what I was going back to. I was, I was thinking about this all week. And her, her, you know, she played uh, Caitlin Bray, which is, you know, obviously totally different from the real life person, obviously, because that's a character. But, I mean, she was really, she was a mm-hmm. really cool person from what, you know, I understand. But uh, wow. it is sad yeah, I just, that she passed. It's very sad. It's shocking. I had, I, it's, it's, I, I don't know what I'm more shocked by, actual event or the fact that I had not heard of it. Yeah, so I, was, I, I was really shocked too, but, um, yeah, I mean... Uh, Kevin Smith said uh, said something about about it on Twitter. Um, sort of a few other cast members, um, but she died at uh, she was 44, and uh, 
She was living right up the road from me, dude. I didn't even know, like, this whole time. So, I mean, oh, that would yeah. be cool if I, I, I mean, I wasn't going to go stalk her or anything like that. But So that's that's the, the unfortunate news that we have this week. On a happier note, guess what? Um... I mean, that was sad news, but now I'm kind of like yeah, yeah, it up to sorry. Uh, make it a little bit more happier on the show. So Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday I was at Walmart, right? Okay. I, was, I was buying shit, and I always go to the movies, and the movie section, of course, and Resident Evil... The final chapter is officially out on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital copy. So I picked it up, and I watched it, and it's fucking phenomenal, dude. Like, it blew me away. Like, everything that you thought you knew about Resident Evil, and this goes to everybody. Everything that you thought about Resident Evil, like the movies, just get that out of your mind right now. I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to say anything. But it definitely, like, blew me for a loop. Like, I never expected this in a million years. Never. So that that that's that's that was my Sunday. I was wa- I was binge watching uh, Resident Evil and I had uh, nachos and I was fucking just completely blown away by this new movie. So, and it does answer one of your questions, but I can't tell you what that question was because it'll just give it away. So, it okay, does, that's it fine. Does, yeah, I'd rather find out. Yeah, so it, it does answer one of your, your important questions, but I don't want to give it away because, like I said, I mean, everything I thought I knew about this movie just – or these movies, it just, just blew my mind away. That That's how fucking awesome this movie was. And some people might not like it, though, but I enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was it was kind of different for a Resident Evil movie, you know, considering, you know, how they started off and – you know, throughout the movies and then how they just went full circle. But, I mean, it was definitely interesting. So, like I said, it was it was a little different, uh, had a little bit of a different feel to it. It didn't have, like, that typical Resident Evil-style movie feel to it. So, And, and of course, um, it was still badass, though. Like, the, the special effects, everything was still awesome, so... I'm gonna let the audience decide for themselves what they think about this uh, this movie. Right. So, uh, how was your week, dude? Or how was your weekend? I should say. Um, it was uneventful. It was uneventful. Oh, that's good. I'd say. Well, yeah. uneventful is good. Quiet is good. So, you know, I've, um, I uh, I want to say I had a particularly quiet weekend, which I was you know grateful for. So, but we are on iTunes now so and Stitcher, so you know what that means, right? It what means does it mean? that we are about to ask one of the most raciest questions in antisocial show history. So, and keep in mind, everybody, if you've been listening to us all along, or if you you're you're new to us for the first time, you know, thank you for making us part of your lives, and uh, for all those that've been listening to us, thank you for continuing to listen to us. For for the 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 uh, veteran listeners, you should know that we we talk about everything and anything. We we dipped into religion, politics, uh, movies mostly because that's that's uh, Tyson and, and mine's uh, favorite topic, of course. And and uh, we're gonna dabble into uh, anime and claymation and all that. You know, 
because that's also a, a pretty cool way to go when it comes to, to movies and stuff like that. And I'm not totally against anime. I love anime. I think that what they're doing with anime is, is totally awesome compared to where they were like 10 years ago. But tonight's raciest question, it's a sex question. So are you prepared, Tyson? Prepared to what? Normally I do ask him prior, you know, to showtime. I say, I'm going to drop this question and, you know, he'll say, oh, that's pretty cool or eh, I don't think so, but so Tyson, tonight I, I have to forgive. You know, I have to apologize to Tyson because I did not uh, PM him prior. So, are you are you ready for this question, Tyson? And it's not for you; it's for the fans. But are are, are you ready for it? I, I guess so. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, so if it's not for me, that's fine. But I was going to say I reserve the right not to answer it. Okay. I mean, you can answer it if you want, but. Right. But you're a man. Well, yeah. But you've been. You well. Yeah, I guess you can answer it if you want to. But this is for this is okay. A question for both genders. I would, and and you can of course you know uh, contact us at the uh, anti-social show on Facebook, or you can um, contact us at uh, Zombie Bacterium at Twitter, or uh, Rev T twenty two at Twitter. Wrong. It's actually at R E V T two three. Um, or anti-social show one on Twitter. I want to know from everyone out there, and this is something that we'll we'll cover next episode, hopefully, if we get some answers. But I want to know what's the weirdest thing? Like, okay, having sex with someone for the first time, right? That's what's the weirdest thing. thing that they did during sex? Like, whether they, you know, whether they're like a two minute person, whether they have like some kind of weird fetish, you know, I want to know like what's the weirdest thing. Um, a person has has tried to do with you during sex, so that's my that's my question, and, and hopefully you'll you'll flood us in with comments and all that because I would really like to review this on our next episode. So that's my question. Okay, there you go. Yeah, no judgment here. Huh? Yes, no judgment here. Did Did you hear the question? Did it could be like any. Thing. Like, oh, has your, like, you know, like, okay, you're having sex with a, a person for the first time, and like, maybe they asked you to lay there like a corpse and, you know, not look at them, not touch them, not enjoy it, you know, that sort of thing. So, like, I want to know, like, what's the weirdest, like, thing, sexual, that someone has tried to convince you to do? That's, like, the weirdest thing, like, ever. Like, I don't care how dirty it is. Just just make shit up or whatever. But what is the weirdest, strangest thing that has, has, has anyone ever asked you to do? The first time, mind you, having sex with somebody. Because we all have those first times, so... Hello, it's Tyson of Antisocial Show. So we had a bit of trouble uh, recording a lot of this audio. A lot of it is completely unusable. So we're going to be returning mid-conversation in this bit here, and it, it would be really jarring if there was absolutely no explanation. It's mid-sentence, really. So we are um, hopefully going to have a guest in the future, uh, Mr. Corey Epps, of formerly of Evil Teddy Bear Podcast, and uh, here is us beginning to talk about him. Uh, well, actually, a little bit midway through, but more like midway through the intro. Anyway, enjoy. Thank you for listening. Perfect. So he was originally... All right, so he originally did the Evil Teddy Bear podcast, correct? Correct. Okay. So now, if we're jumping back into the show, and let's, let's jump back into it. Okay. Um, my question is... 
I've heard quite a few episodes of the Evil Teddy Bear uh, podcast, and and speaking of which, everybody, it's it's because of Tyson that I would even have listened to this show because he's turned me on to podcasts as a, as, a, as I said before. Um, why did he go from one podcast that you know worked for him? Why did he? Why is he restarting another podcast? Is my question. That's an excellent question. I would want to know that as well. By the way, everybody, um, the Evil Teddy Bear podcast. Um, just to give you a a little bit of a synopsis into my life, a lot of like you know, obviously, a lot of hard work goes behind this show. But when I'm at work or if I'm driving, I do listen to podcasts. So if I listen, to, let's say Stitcher, let's pull up Stitcher because obviously they welcomed us very recently. Thank you, Stitcher. Um, let's go to my favorite pot, uh, favorite uh, playlist. So at the top, we have the Antisocial Show. We have Super Peepee Time, uh, Your Mom's House with Christina, No Such Thing as a Fish, Real Time with Bill Maher, Sweet Feathery Jesus, Jay and Sal and Bob Get Old, and, of course, the Evil uh, Teddy Bear Podcast. Smodcast, uh, that's, of course, The Breaks, Combat Radio with a pair of trousers, the the Kevin and Bean Show, The Fat Man on Batman, Hollywood Babylon, Smodcast, Screams and Moans Podcast, mm. The Bitter Sound, Succotash, of course. Mark, you are an awesome guy. You are a huge bucket of wind, my friend. Always much love for you. Strange Times, and of course, The Kamichi Chronicles, which I always fucking butcher anyway. But that's my playlist right there in a nutshell. Oh, that's where your playlist is. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I like to I like to learn from the masters, so to speak. Sure. You know, well, we and had, we had quite a few on there that I've also listened to, if not several episodes of. Exactly. So I, I mean, I also want to take this time to uh, thank uh, Samantha Pat, who's sending me some uh, some noodles from South Korea. It's supposed to be like really fucking hot as a spicy noodle challenge. So I can't wait to yeah. try that. I wonder if they're yeah. flavored. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, dude. So I'm I'm uh I'm gonna try that and send her a video of what I think as I'm eating it. So if I burn my tongue out, so you know, hope hopefully not. But I want to thank her personally for answering my questions about uh, the whole iTunes thing and Davian Dent, of course, who took his time out from Strange Times also to answer my questions. Yes, cheers. So, um, you know, huge bucket of wins, uh, total class acts, love and death. And uh, Mark Hershon, of course, who's been uh, dropping mentions of us on his show lately. Cheers. Cheers, indeed. So, again, as I said before, you know, what do I listen to? Succotash, Strange Times. You know, these are these are the shows that I listen to uh, while I'm driving and, and everything else because, you know, I need entertainment. That's my entertainment. So, I mean, like... When like all right, so this is another question that I have for the for the audience, okay? Okay. So and of course you can answer this too, Tyson. When do you like when you're not working on your podcast, right? Which is this podcast. When do you listen to other people's podcasts? Like, do you have like a time of day, or are you doing like a specific thing that you're listening to a podcast? Like, when you welcome like other podcasts into your life, like what are you doing specifically? All right, but so yes, viewer or listener, it would be nice to know that when you, when when do you get your podcast listening in? That sounded like gibberish. What did you say? I said yes. That is a good question for the listener. When do they partake in podcasts? When is the time that you know? What uh, do they have other tasks they're performing? I personally, I have some housekeeping chores. You're kind of breaking up, dude. Yep. I uh, I have housekeeping chores that I do, and I listen to uh, a couple of podcasts usually during. 
that because I can walk around with headphones and uh, get work done at the same time. That's usually my podcast listening. Uh, if I'm working on an episode of uh, GOMCZ and it's the part where I don't need my ears, I'm just doing, I'll, you know, put, I'll, uh, I'll also listen to a podcast. I will listen to podcasts when I'm working on music if I'm doing something that doesn't require really close attention listening, like um, repeating something over and over again. I will pause a podcast and I will work on a song and then turn the podcast back on when my listening isn't required. And I'm talking about things like just boring, mundane, like naming a, a segment of a sliced beat loop or something like that. Like typing in, you know, because it's just a percussive note. If I need to know what it is, it takes a second. It's not, I'm not making the music at that point. I'm just identifying stuff visually so I can make my workflow better later. Um, but yeah, mostly housekeeping. Um, if I went on walks, I'd probably listen to podcasts. Uh, so, can you hear me okay now? Or this is recorded on my end, so that's why I just kind of kept talking until you could hear me, which you still might not be able to. I hope that I recorded on your end because I couldn't hear your response. Can you hear me? Okay. I am. <laughs> Shit. Well. I hope this doesn't happen. We have our guest on. Me too. We may have to. Uh, well, we we'll definitely have to be doing using Skype. So. Uh, Let's. Hunter wants to break and restart, so I'm going to uh, do that, and then uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's let's um, disconnect and come back in like five. Sounds good. Sound good? Yes, sounds sounds good. All right, so I'll see. I'll talk in like five minutes. Okie doke. Okay. 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 Hey, skull dingers. Dino is usually here first, but today is a first because I'm here first. God damn it. Now I can just, I can say, do, and be whatever I want. I'm not under Dino's fucking constrictions. He just, you know, he he holds me down. I'm under his thumb. Like a fucking little ant trying desperately to push up. Get off me. Get off me. Like a fucking little ant trying desperately to push up. You know what I'm going to say to Dino when he gets here? If he has any problem with me starting the show alone, which he does all the time, I'm going to say, Cash me outside. How about that? 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 Stop.
I am awaiting his reconnection. I've just been doing some interesting reading. Don't know if I can bring it up at this stage in time, but it should make for an interesting show in the future. Connecting. Connecting. You're connected for free. Hello. At Education Connection. I can hear you, my brother, from another mother. There you are. All right. We are both in each other's ears now. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, cool. So we were, um, all right, so we are back from a break. So we were talking about um, the Evil Teddy Bear podcast. Uh, We were. We were, in fact, yes. And, of course, my my burning question, which I want to know is, Mm. if you had such as successful and how many how many episodes did that run in its entirety i could be wrong about this but the most recent episode appears to be um from february 26 uh 2017 and nothing since then and okay I, that number is 142 okay so it's quite a few okay so my burning question is you've made it to 142 episodes so why is he why yeah is he I, I really think like huh yeah why, why is he rebranding that's all yeah. Yeah. yeah so I guess my my important question is 142 episodes why do you want to change shows is my burning question and of course I guess we'll find out next episode when uh, hopefully he'll join us because that'd be fucking awesome, really. You know, he seems like he has like like his shit together. So yeah, yeah, he's a he's a very competent podcaster. He's had some pretty notable interviews over the years. So for September, I would like to visit some uh, some weird New Jersey sites haunted places and uh, talk about it for the month of uh, September and leading into October of course because we you know we love Halloween on the show so but that's right. not until obviously September or October so well you know that would be really cool I mean, nothing really happens excitingly during the summertime but yeah. um, we recently had Memorial Day so I would like to uh, take this time and uh, thank our our fallen soldiers our you know whatever branch of military that you're in i would like to say thank you for your service yes thank you for your service and of course i'd like to bring cat sorens back from strange times that would be cool oh absolutely dude oh 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 i almost forgot dude so earlier yesterday i posted a question on on Ooh. what we should talk about during tonight's episode or you know recording so really one person actually did respond back holy crap on in a bucket Stuart buckland of course he mentioned that we talk about a 14th century uh i know that name we bring up his question now so let's see and social show 14th century crop rotations and since i'm not a farmer I have no idea what it would be like to actually, without technology, of course, to act or or tools, to actually rotate. Uh, by the way, everybody, if you're not a farm, a farmer, uh, and you own a bunch of land, it's always a good, good idea to rotate your crops. Like, so, if, for example, you have like a north field and you have corn, you have a south field, obviously, and you have something else. You rotate your fields so that the the land and stays fertile and and good. So. And of course, now you have like these these 
I I wouldn't even pretend to know what the fuck I'm even talking about, but you have like certain equipment to help you do that, of course, you know, till the land and all that shit. So I wonder what it would be like to be a 14th century farmer to try to rotate crops. What's your take on this, Tyson? This is an interesting question. Um, of course, uh, crop rotation is very important for the, uh, the for the soil and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. got to keep your uh, the nutrients uh, rich in the uh, in the uh, ground you happen to be working in. You can't overwork the soil, or else you end up with flavorless food and uh, things like that. It's a big problem, uh, negative impact on the environment, all that. Um, it also exactly. Ha- like, can you imagine like? Okay, like, you live in the 21st century, right? I think so. Obviously. I, could, I mean, so I could be you've wrong. you've been accustomed to technology, correct? Yes. Like, like, I mean, obviously, like, you're a Gen Xer, I'm a Gen Xer, so at one point in our lives, right, like, go back to, like, a younger Tyson, right? We didn't have, like, cell phones, we didn't have Google, we didn't have internet, right? And I can't really remember a time when I couldn't just Google something like, oh, okay, I'm going to Google this and it'll tell me. Like if I Google like 14th century um, crops, let's let's Google this for the sake of argument. Okay. Okay. So 14th 14th century crop rotation. You'll probably get a young one reference. Crop rotation century. Okay. Crop rotation. Okay. So according to Google – Let's see what it says. Okay. And it really doesn't say too much for some reason. I'm asking the wrong question, but it does come up. So, yeah. But the, the, the point, though, is, is like back in the day, like, and even going back as like early as like the 90s, like, we didn't have internet. So it's like we become accustomed to technology. Obviously, we've become accustomed to a lot of things. And of course, when you're a farmer, you have machines and you have all this stuff that like just tills the land like just you're done like in a half a day I, I guess so you're using an animal and you're using some type of like till machine i mean can you imagine like in the 14th century how hard it'd be to like be a farmer you know i really can't exactly i i can't either so it's, it was a, it was a very odd interesting question and i'm glad he asked it because you know i immediately google Shit, just to see what like, what it was like. because the 14th century like I can't l- see myself living in the 14th century to even be a farmer like now like okay I'll, I'll go be a farmer earn you know it's easy we have technology but sure I mean that's like the the thing about like as we move further and further you know like obviously now we're like in the 21st century and we know what it's like right, because right. you know we, we were living in the 21st century but I also remember a time when we didn't have Google we didn't have cell phones we didn't have computers and and Everything like the information was like wasn't at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. But but speaking of which, like, go ahead. Oh, well, well, I don't want to go ahead. No, sorry, I wasn't sure if we, if the uh, sound was working or not. So yes, um, well, I have some insight into the 14th century, but I can wait because I wanted to see hear where you were going with the thing. Ah, here we go. I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, sitcom from the BBC. I'm listening, I'm watching what you're saying.
That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so the thing is, I think uh, Mr. Stuart Buckland might have been making a reference to this television program called The Young Ones, which I, I have uh, actually seen episodes of. And uh, But uh, if you want to know about the 14th century, I have something pulled up that I could read. Uh, but, but, it, but uh, you know, would you like to hear a little bit about the 14th century? To try and put to try and imagine what it might like to might be like to be a farmer during this time period. Hello. Repeat that whole thing again. Okay. Uh, would you like to hear a bit about the 14th century to get an idea of what it might be like to be a farmer during this time period, the time period known as the 14th Something century? Something during this farm time period. <laughs> Hello? Okay. Would you like to hear information about the 14th century? Oh. Chive chimp chove chimp chopy chopy chew. So yes, that was that was the uh topic that uh Sport Buckman has had mentioned. Uh 14th century crop rotation, and the answer is John. The answer is John. But also, too, you know, being a farmer during that time just must suck. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it it's sucks. It's like, you know, you, what happens if your shit dies? Your crops die. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. You know? Or if you didn't, like, praise the Lord or, or make a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Your what? shit just fucking dies. <laughs> Sacrifice. And we can, like, thank John. We have the answer to 14th century crop rotation. The answer is John. The answer is John. Thanks to John, we have it all. You know what's funny, too, about John? What's that? Really? Thanks, Stuart. But, um, you know what's fucked up about John? No, I do not know. Like, what, what is fucked up about John? What did John, like, really after him, for example? Like, I'm going to use the John. All the toilets in the land shall be named John. Like, what did John do to, like, oh, have, no. like, this particular thing attached to John? <clears throat> the name John? What would you... It, it's, it's... Seriously. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, well... The name John, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as a given name, not as a surname, because it could be a surname. It's a... Uh, J-O-H-N is a common masculine mm-hmm. given name in the English language of originally Semitic origin. The name is derived from, La- from the Latin 
Loannis right. or Ionis and I, Johann, oh, Johannes. Johannes and Johannes, which are forms of the Greek name Ioannes, originally born by Hellenized Jews, transliterating the Hebrew name Yohanan, which graced by Yah, or Yehohanan. Yahweh is gracious. There are numerous forms of the name in different languages. These were formerly often simply translated as John, J-O-H-N, unquote, in English, but are increasingly left in their native forms, seaside bar. It is among the most common given names in Anglophone, Persian, Turkic, and European countries. Traditionally, it was the most common, although it has not been since the latter half of the 20th century. John owes its unique popularity to two highly revered saints, John the Baptist, forerunner of Jesus Christ, and the Apostle John, traditionally considered the author of the Gospel of John. The name has since been chosen as the R-E-G-N-A-L, Regnal, or religious name of a vast number of emperors, kings, popes, and patriarchs. Initially, it was a favorite name among the Greeks, but it flourished in, in all of Europe after the First Crusade. So I guess the question is, why did the John, why did the toilet start being, being where did that nickname come from? So No, it's, it's really that interesting because you say John the Baptist, right? Yes. I read a book maybe five years ago called The Zealot. And, oh. And it talks about the early times of Jesus and how he uh, reconnected or – reconnected how he got up with a guy called john the baptist so it's yeah. it's, it's interesting but my my question is it's it's john's a very fine name of course you want to name your son john name your son john i have an uncle john but how does it associate with toilets like the head or you know whatever like did what the, did John do that was like so scumbagish that like you know like every fucking reference of the bathroom has been, been like I'm going to use the John like you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like how did it become called the John basically, or why is it? That's like person? my question. Like, right? I I I have an answer to the question. That's my question. Like, why is it called the John? Like in Canada, it's called the Lou. Like I'm going to go use the Lou. Or the water closet. That's cool. In America, it's called the bathroom. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to take this. Whatever. Going to the John. But the also in America, it's called, I'm going to go use the John. Like, you're going to use the John. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I can uh, tell you. Thanks, Stuart. Oh, dear. We're talking about toilets. Yay, toilet humor. Hey, can you hear me? I, I have some information for you. Yes, I can. I have some information why the toilet is sometimes called a John. Yeah. Hello. Yes, I can hear Hello. you. Hello. Yes. Can We're I... talking about toilet humor. Yes, I, 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 I'm. I have information for why the toilet is sometimes called a John. Uh, listeners also will be interested to uh, note how this uh, episode is very much like the phone conversation that took place in that movie Topsy Turvy, um, directed by Michael A. I believe from 1997. Have a look at it. It's a great movie. And uh, if I'm wrong about the year, uh, doesn't matter. Very much like last episode. Uh, hello. It's very much like the no, like there was a phone conversation that took place in a movie that this is like because you can only sometimes hear me, but actually I think they could hear each other, but they had to shout because they were having a phone conversation at the birth of phones. Well, not the birth, sometime after the birth, more like the um, sometime around the bris, I guess. No, that 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 can happen. That's not true. Around the um, sometime around the teething of phones. <coughs> yeah. Okay. So hey. Ten one. Hi, do who? 
Hey, do what now? Let's reconnect because I can't hear you. Who the hey now? Okay. We can reconnect, and then I can answer your question. Or you know what? Maybe I'll send you this answer. So, yeah. Uh, All right. Hold on. I'll call you back. Okay. He's calling me back. I, I, you know, I hope this is entertaining for somebody because this is actually a horrendous pain in the ass. But I imagine this happens uh, to every podcaster. I get so caught up in that darn song. Such a catchy piece okay, of music. Okay, I can hear you now. Yes. Hello. All Hello. right. Hello. Okay, Can so I, it, you sent me a PM about I, why the toilet is sometimes called a john. Yes, and I need you to wait for a moment before you read it if you were going The to. term is yes. Okay. The term is thought to derive from Sir John Harrington or at least to have been popularized due to Harrington. There are a few references of the toilet call, uh, being called Cousin John, as well as many references being called Jake. Other such uh, generic names uh, before Heron, but it is uh, generally agreed that why we now call it John is because Harrington was not from old Cousin John. Sir John Harrington lived in the late 16th and early 17th centuries. Harrington was one of the 100 who godchildren of Queen Elizabeth I. Uh, known as a saucy godson for its uh, something to write, something poetry and otherwise writing. Ah, so basically because he was a pervert. Got it. It was his proclivity to write somewhat risque poetry. Certainly pervert. There you go. That's what I got from that. Henceforth, in the kingdom... We shall know. We shall know. Uh, be known as all the toilets shall be known as John, the John. Um, did you know, uh, Tyson, that the, the original uh, creator of the flush toilet was last name of Crapper? I did not know that. I don't think yes. I did. I had heard something, but I don't know if I knew specific. I, I've, I, I've heard. Uh, I'm gonna Google so that I don't give our audience misinformation. Creator of the flush toilet. Flush toilet. Let's see. What does it say? Oh no, oh no. Oh, there's quite a few people who invented the flush toilet. John Crapper, well, Sir John Harrington is credited to with the invention. It was Alexander Cummings that received the first uh, patent for a flush water toilet. By the way, this was approximately 60 years before Thomas Crapper was born. So there you go. So all of that. Of course, you know, the, the, the conversation about the 14th century crop rotation to toilets to John Crapper to why it was called John. There you go. And we've come full circle. Well, that's about all the Interesting time. Interesting night hasn't been, Tyson. Yeah, it's been, it's been a pip. <sighs> what did you say? Yeah, yeah, you can't hear me. I said, yes, it's been a pip. P-I-P. A pip. Pip-pip-pip-pip-pip. Bird, 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 everybody's heard about the bird, 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 What did you say, brother? I'm not sure at what point he heard that. Did you have a, did you have a stroke on the show? <laughs> because you know it's i mean listen I, I i know the sign so if you if you had a stroke dude like you know you tell me now because 
you can't you can't hear me, but I'm fine. I'm gonna send you a message on the PM. So, anything, anything, so. By the way, I, I I just want everyone to know out there. Okay. Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you fine. I, I, I can hear you. Okay. I can hear everything. So. Okay. So. Um, Tusk. Okay, they had a very successful podcast. They made like. Ten grand off of a hundred thousand dollars off of whatever. So you had fucking, huh? I I, I don't know what to, to what you're referring, but I no, I was I was making a, a comparison to this. I, I have a point to this. So they had Tusk. They had this successful, you know, all hail the fucking not C party. N O T dash C, you know, S E party. They had a successful podcast. Obviously, you know, uh, one guy got fucking turned into a walrus, whatever. Um, If anything happened to Tyson, I I just want everyone to know that the show would fucking die. Okay? Hopefully, if I, something happened to me, the fucking show would die because I couldn't replace Tyson. Obviously, he couldn't replace me. Uh, That's very kind of So, that's, that's what I was trying to say, so... There you go. I appreciate that. And I wish you could hear me tell you that I appreciate that. So if Tyson had a stroke, we could sounded like he was stroking out there. He was like Wow. Well, that just about does it for the antisocial show. I'm Tyson Saner. Be decent to each other. Have a good time, folks. Right now, make love to me. (laughs) Uh, Until Tyson comes back, obviously, because the weather sucks. Oh my god! Yeah, there he is. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah. I can I can hear you the entire time. You just can't hear me the entire time. Uh, Exactly right. But you you can see where I was coming from. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if something happens to Tyson, the show's dead. I, I just want everyone to know that. It's like, you know, you walk away, the show's dead. Hopefully, in my case, if I become stupid or have a heart attack, the show is dead. So let's hope that doesn't happen because, you know, obviously we just started to sniff some success. Like we just stuck our noses in a moose's asshole, which, by the way. Whose who's asshole did we stick our noses in? The moose's. The moose. Well, yeah, because I, I, I would think, like, the, the moose is the more, you know, we're not in Africa, so obviously we're not dealing with lions. So, you know, we're we're in America, and we have the true north, which is Canada. So, oh. I'm, I'm, And the, the moose is, you know, uh, a creature of Canada, obviously, so a uh. uh, revered animal of Canada. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, you know, the moose is asshole. So, you know, why not? So, so Stick the- our news, you know? Yeah, so stick so, our noses up there. I've never heard. So the, the original expression is then stick our noses in the lion's asshole. Is that what that uh, is that is that what the original uh, yes. expression is? Because I've never heard that expression before. Yes, I mean, if we were like you know, if we were like in Africa, obviously you know the king is the lion, the lion's the king. I would say we stick our noses in the fucking lion's asshole. But since there's no lions here, well, except for the zoo, but in nature, we stick our noses up the muse's ass. You know, I have a feeling that if there's a lion around, we're we're coming in contact with that asshole one way or the other. 
yes. The, the fucking lion decides to break out the fucking zoo, which, <laughs> you know, obviously, I mean, I mean, I mean, mm, I'm not going to like, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to share my views about the fucking zoo. There shouldn't be none, obviously. But I mean, there there should be. I mean, we're there should be some type of balance in nature. Like we shouldn't, you know, put these animals in prison for our enjoyment. (laughs) Obviously. Yes, I'm sorry. You know, Uh, I do realize that there is a need for a preserve. You know, uh, if an animal is endangered and. For you assholes that decide to fucking kill elephants, fuck you. All right? Fuck you in the asshole with a big rubber dick. All right? Uh, There you go. Yeah, fuck you with a lion's asshole. Exactly. I hope a lion tears your fucking asshole up. I hope a lion fucks you in the ass and fucking just, like, raw dogs you. Seriously. Because this is the fucking problem. I don't give a fuck. If, you know, you're uh, a billionaire, you're a scumbag for fucking going out and killing these fucking beautiful creatures or any animals. Why do we need to – why do we feel the need to, like, kill animals? We don't, okay? I love beef. Okay, well, we can find synthetic beef so it's not killing cows or something like that. Yeah, there's – we actually are uh, at the stage where we are uh, – there is uh, – I don't know if I should call it we're cloning meat. It's not exactly that, but it's – there are there is viable nutritious protein that is being created in laboratory conditions eventually for human consumption. And I believe it's – Exactly. I think they're called myoblasts. Hmm. Well, do you remember – do you remember like the last episode we had where we were trying to get on on iTunes and we were talking about like the comparison to like what is real and Star Trek? Say that again. Okay. Do you remember the last episode we were working on getting on iTunes but we were doing an episode at the same time? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you mean the last so episode I- that aired or the last episode uh, literally from when this airs? Which episode, um, which episode are you talking about? 20, 20? It was either like 20, 23 or 24. Okay, the most recent one is 24, literally. Uh, but the most okay. recent one when we when they hear this will be 25. So you're talking about episode 24. Okay, so okay. Yeah, let's say 24. Okay, what's that episode called? Okay, so we were trying to get on iTunes on iTunes everybody and we were tr- and we were recording an episode at the same time yes and i was making a comparison between real life and star trek okay okay so okay so we're, we're in the 21st century so obviously like if we can make like tricorders that can medically scan somebody to to find out what's wrong with them or 3D printers that can, like, you know, print out, like, hearts, you know, lungs or whatever, cartilage for your knees. Why can't we come up with, like, a synthetic beef? So, okay, like, the, the meat eaters get what they want, but we're not killing cows. They're working on it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. They're At working all? on it. It's 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 literally being something that yes they're even making it bleed at some point it's 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 work they're working on it it's a thing it's becoming a thing 
Yeah, so think about this, dude. Mm. We can, like, make an artificial womb for babies, okay, right? We can? Wow. Okay. Yeah, we can. Oh. Or at least in theory, anyway. Mm. We have a 3D printer that can virtually print anything. And the last time we spoke, I said, well, why can't we, like, you know, print hearts, lungs, things like that, so there would be no waiting list. Mm-hmm. That's the bullshit fucking problem right there. It's like, we have the, the technology. It's like, it's it's money. It's greed. That's a fucking factor. So, why can't we reproduce beef, for example, not killing cows, reproduce beef so that meat eaters can have what they want without hurting animals? Mm-hmm. That would be, like, the fucking perfect thing. Like, and just like replicate shit. Like, like you go up to like a replicator and be like, you know what, computer Siri, what I want a fucking mic. Uh, I want a burger with the fucking with the fucking beef, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Lettuce, tomato, ketchup. For example, that would be like the fucking perfect fucking thing. We never have to fucking kill a cow at all. And this is the fucking twenty uh, first century. Like we're in the future, dude. Yeah. Like, if you can go back to, like, your 20th century self, right? Um, As, like, the 21st century Tyson, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, trying, I'm thinking about that, that, that person. He was... Uh, what would your... What would your 20th century self... Like, okay. Um, you're the 21st century Tyson, right? Right. Currently, yes. And you go back and... T- time to talk to your 20th century self like how do you explain all this how do i explain all the new technology and stuff is my question um i i would tell him that uh in a few years he's going to discover a british panel show called qi that will change his life because it will set the example of in his mind that there it will it will um bring light to that there are things that I learned that are not true, and uh, that is the nature of knowledge in general, is that we tend to learn things and whatnot. Anyway, and that will soften the beaches in my brain to allow for uh, amazing inventions that I would not have been able to fathom at, you know, at some point. So I, I, that's, I think, what I would do. It's, uh, I'd say, hey, I know a lot of this isn't, doesn't make sense, and there's going to be some amazing stuff coming, but it'll, you know, you'll be able to take it in stride because um, mm-hmm. you'll have the, uh, the correct preparation. And also, um, things just sort of happen, and then uh, we, we, it's only um, upon reflection that we uh, possibly understand their significance. Exactly. That's not 100% of everybody, but I'd say that's a pretty common experience to, to underestimate or un, under um, perceive the import of things as they oh, I would explain this shit. Huh? Sorry, yes. How would you explain this shit? Hello? Are you making a rap from your mouth? Uh, sort of. I need, uh, like, a minute. Okay. Okay. Be right back. Hello. Hello. I have returned. What? What is? Uh, did I miss anything? Well, I'm sure I did. So, 
even though I couldn't quite hear what you said about that, I would think like there's some type of like time travel rules to where we can not say certain things, you know? So if I was to go back, right? Uh huh. And speak by let's say let's say let's go, let's say I decided to go back to my parents of nineteen eighties, right? Okay. I would explain to them about flat screen TVs and uh, the internet and cell phones and all this other shit. I would not, however, tell them about uh, Barack Obama. Okay. Okay. Even though they totally voted for them, of course. I would not explain about nine eleven. I would not explain. I would. I wouldn't explain anything that could really fuck the timeline. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't affect the timeline. No, not at all. Like, believe me. Like, I don't want 9/11 to happen. I don't want the Iraq War to happen. I don't want Trump to become fucking president. Or but happened. I I wouldn't fuck the timeline. Let's just say that because certain things have to happen. Be- because right now, in the future, 2017, we don't know what's going to happen in five years or ten years or whatever. So there has to be like a certain law or certain rules that we have to oblige by, right? Sure. So I wouldn't necessarily tell my mom, who was like, I don't know, 30, that my dad will die, whatever. So, there has to be a certain set of laws for this time travel. So, yeah, maybe maybe even a special police force. Exactly, because you can go back in time, but you can't fuck the timeline. Anyway, he has to become president. I understand that. So that's the way it is. Well, that about does it for the antisocial show. I'm Tyson Sainer, and I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Absolutely. Have a good time, folks.